Hi, you're listening to A Bossy Short with Lisa Schinninger and Julia Dumay. And uh, today we are actually going to talk uh, briefly about Leonard Nimoy, um, who died this week at the age of 83. Yeah, kind of kind of gutted um, a lot of us um, who are Star Trek fans and Leonard Nimoy fans in general. Um, That's my comment. Yeah, yeah, it was. um, I mean, it wasn't unexpected. We knew he had COPD um, and COPD. There's no cure for. Mm -hmm. So um, I think. I think I I don't know if you had heard, but I had heard that he'd been hospitalized recently for chest pain. So yeah. I kind of, um, it wasn't as much of a surprise I think as it could have been. Um, but it's still devastating. You never, Ugh. you never want to see um, people that you really enjoy are suffering or or you know that they've died. Um, yeah. But so what I wanted to talk about real quick was right now um, William Chatner is actually on Twitter having sort of like a a digital Aww. wake for Leonard Aww. Nimoy. Um, he's answering questions about, you know, like their relationship and memories he has and encouraging other people to use the hashtag uh, Leonard Nimoy to share their own memories, um, which I think is just a really beautiful thing to do. Um, and also typical William Shatner kind of showboaty fashion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think anything less would be inauthentic. Oh, um, yeah. But I think Leonard Nimoy, it's like we all think of immediately Spock, right? Mm-hmm. We think of Star Trek and we think of this incredible 50-year career with this one character that's just indelible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there was a lot more to um, his art and to his performance than just that. Um, but, I, you know, I don't want to discount, you know, the presence of that character in our lives. Um, but so I wanted to, like, do you have any, like, memories or favorite roles that you've seen him in that, that really resonated with you? Or, um, and like, the one thing that I have seen a lot of people talk about recently that he's talked about was um how his jewish heritage really informed the role of spock yeah um yeah. and how it like how he used that to sort of influence like um the culture of vulcan yeah um and so which is really nice and i i implore people to go and seek out those stories there's a lot of videos of him talking about that specifically but do you have any any memories like non-spock related oh or? gosh see i I'm sure I do, but honestly, it's just, you know, I was basically just raised on Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mom has been a fan since it first started. She has a, like, picture from when she wrote into the show when it, like, the first season. And yeah. she was a kid and got back, like, this autographed picture um, that had been signed by Shatner and Nimoy. Oh, wow. Um, and it was just... I it was just a constant I can't remember a time when I didn't know what Star Trek was and I didn't yeah. know who Spock was. Um and like my mom told me she was like I, all bad news has to come from me now because I like went down to the laundry room where she was. I brought like her favorite beer and I was Aww. like, "Okay, mom, I have some bad news." Leonard Nimoy has died and we were just like in full mourning basically all Friday it was it was it was upsetting it was just yeah. oh oh yeah like I, I'm sure there is and yeah I think it's important to it's cool that people are really kind of trying to draw attention to his non-Spock work but I'm just like I, Spock was just such a yeah central figure in my life from like day one that I can't talk about i pretty much can't talk about anything else at the moment do you have a do you have a favorite spock episode oh my god all of them (laughs) 
I hard don't to pick. know. It um, is hard to pick. Oh, we also we rewatched. Um, honestly, we we rewatched the Voyage Home, which is on Netflix, by the way. Um, yeah, actually, all all of the original series um, movies and the series and the animated series are on Netflix right now. Yes. If people want to have a little marathon. Yes, which we totally encourage. Um, but we also watched the uh, Star Trek episode of Futurama um, and that show just obviously has owes so much to Star Trek and loves Star Trek but there's mm-hmm. a specific episode in the fourth season with at the time like all the remaining original series cast um, including Nimoy at the time and he's just really fun in that there's some great moments in that as well so I that also is on Netflix so I encourage you to watch it Okay, I'm going to check that one out. I think I've seen it before, but it's ha- hazy, so I'll have to revisit. Um, one of my things is um, Leonard Nimoy was a photographer in mm-hmm. addition to being an actor. He directed, he wrote a little, um, he has a couple, he wrote poetry also. Mm-hmm. He has a couple of volumes of poetry that you can check out, a really beautiful poetry. Oh. Um, and his photography is, um, there's one particular um, project that I'm thinking of where he, Someone had asked him directly, um, why are all of your models thin? Like, why are you using all of these, like, oh, yeah. um, like the usual model body type that we see? Um, and he, instead of just being like, it's my art or whatever, he, he really seemed to like internalize that question and start asking himself, you know, why he did only use like these, um, like mainstream hmm. figures. Um, and what, it, what came out of that was actually a project that he did where he, uh, photographed um, all different kinds of bodies, especially yeah. um, overweight bodies. So, um, and it was uh, black and white. It was new photography. It was um, artistic. It was really gorgeous. But I just like that story to me is kind of like the essence of Leonard Nimoy. Um, like he seemed like a really thoughtful, yes. lovely person. Like yeah. He, um, small blips aside of frustration with always being identified with Spock. Yeah. I think he came to terms with that in a way that I thought was really, really beautiful that he um, used it as a way to talk to people about things like um, about race and religion and um, insensitivity and tolerance. And um, so I just like, I think it's kind of hard like, I mean, it's always hard when it's somebody that you grew up feeling like you knew, but you mm. didn't actually know. Like, you don't really know how to mourn someone like that. And especially someone who had lived for so long and, and done so many things. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he really did live long and prosper. So it's... Yes. It's kind of like you want to celebrate the life without really, like, mourning. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have one uh performance that I really value above all others when it comes to non-Spock roles that oh. I think everybody should check out. It's on Netflix. It's a Columbo episode called A Stitch in Crime. Oh, nice. Where he plays a surgeon, um, a murdering surgeon, of course, <laughs> and he's up against Columbo. And it's really just, it's obviously he's a bad guy and Columbo is going to catch him by the end because that's what Columbo does <laughs> is he catches the bad guy. But it's this really great like byplay between the two of them where like Columbo knows that um, that Nimoy's character did it, and Nimoy's character knows that Columbo knows that he did it, <laughs> but he thinks he's smart enough that he can't get caught. So it's like this cat and mouse Aww. thing back and forth between the two of them. All right, where Columbo knows he's going to catch him, and the surgeon knows he's not going to be caught, and just this 
it's just really it's really wonderful and it's um one of the most charming murderers you'll ever see on television like <laughs> it really um like that loveliness that that Leonard Nimoy exhibited really mm. comes through <laughs> and he's like the most menacing and charming you've ever seen him um i really really love it i think it's season 2 or season 3 of columbo but it's on netflix and i highly recommend it especially if if maybe watching spock is a, would be a little too um, too much for your tender heart right now oh. um i think yeah, columbo point. is a good choice that's a good point oh. yeah yeah my mom was like I felt bad for my mom because she, you know, she was like, I don't, she was like, I don't know why I'm, I'm so emotional about it. I was like, ah, uh, I don't know why you wouldn't be, <laughs> yeah. mom. Why? Yeah, she's he's like, like he's you. like baby's, baby's first science boyfriend. Right? Like <laughs> she was, she was like, well, thank you for not making fun of me for being Aww. emotional. I was like, of course not. Please. Why oh, would I? Mom. I know how that is. Yeah. I was right there when Clarence Clemens died. Yeah. So, I, no judgment. None at all. None whatever, at all. whatever you need to do to say goodbye, mm -hmm. um, I think is appropriate. Mm -hmm. So, if you have a way that you're looking to, um, remember Leonard Nimoy, um, let us know if it's something you want to share. Uh, cause we will gladly share in that with you. Yes. You can get it, you can get in touch with us on the website at realbossybritches.com. We're on Twitter at Britches Podcast and we're on Tumblr as well under the same name. We're also on Facebook, uh, at some address that we don't know. <laughs> you can, um, you can always rate and review us on iTunes as well, but yes. definitely get on Netflix and find yourself some Leonard Nimoy to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. Live long and prosper. That's right. <laughs>